And good morning, I'm Jay Cleveland Payne, bringing you things you might have heard for today. Today happens to be Tuesday, June the 13th, 2023. What you're going to get in the next few moments are eight of the top stories in the past 30 hours or so that were vetted by you. We used a process that lets you go through our social media feeds and engage in some stories online and tell us what stories seem like they're more interesting. We took eight of the top 15 and turn them into this thing right here. You're going to watch maybe live, maybe in a recording or listen to the podcast replay coming down the line. We call ourselves your new side piece. And we do that because we offer up the best, the latest we say in information, politics, current events, and pop culture, a big mix of mainstream and unconventional news stories, which adds little context to it. So we can have some fun with it. We're going to talk in a moment about the Denver Nuggets who are apparently here to stay as a basketball team and here to stay as a champion team because there's violence in their city after the playoffs. That happens when you win big. <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> excuse me, but also, we're going to talk about seven other stories as well. Go to our website at thisisaconversationproject.com. Find out more details about us at The Conversation Project. And, of course, uh, follow us on our feeds as well. Today, Tuesday, June 13, 2023, let's get into the news for this morning. First story right off the bat is probably the most important one that we're dealing with today and we'll deal with for a while but specifically we'll know how the tone sets as authorities prep security for trump's arraignment alert to possible turn for the worse that's a quote there miami is dealing with what may happen today donald trump like he went to new york city for his arraignment there is going to be arraigned today in miami uh court in, in miami Dade court and what's going to happen is he's going to come into the courtroom without any cameras, unlike happened in New York City. Uh, there are no cameras inside the building because this is a federal court. And he will come in. He'll have some charges read to him. He may get, well, he will get fingerprinted. He may get a mugshot. They're trying to figure out whether to do that or not, because if it leaks, it leaks. And then he's going to disappear through a tunnel and go away. Maybe. Maybe he'll stop out and talk to the crowd. Maybe a crowd will form outside. Maybe they're afraid of the crowd that will form outside. So we'll see what's going on. We do know he is scheduled to appear at Bedminster, I believe, going back to one of his golf course facilities to have a fundraiser, celebrate his birthday, and, of course, have a fundraiser and air his grievances and have a fundraiser. That all is supposed to happen. The Secret Service will basically pull him up to the driveway, get him inside the building, hang outside, and then pull him back in. Their job is to get him there and get him back. It's up to Miami, the city, and the people in the courthouse to deal with the courthouse itself. We will see how things come down. Of course, expected to plead not guilty. Maybe he'll give a statement. Maybe he won't. He's already said it's a witch hunt and it's unfair. We'll see what else he has to say today and what goes down on today. And well, hopefully today does not become a 613 as many days have happened in the tenure of Donald J. Trump. The tenure of NBA power is now changing as the Denver Nuggets win their first NBA championship in the franchise history. Alex English cannot get this done, nor could Carmelo Anthony, but Nolika Nokila Djokovic. I always mess him up. Nikola Djokic was able to get this done. 28 points scored in Game 5 last night. 12 of 15 from the field. 16 rebounds, 4 assists. Uh, he came up with the, 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 the lowest drafted player to win an NBA's final MVP. Of course, looked like a good player out of the gate. But, of course, uh, the Europeans took a while to sort of form. Now he's essentially the powerhouse, more or less the face, if you don't want to discount uh, LeBron James just yet, of the NBA. And he's a very willing player 
player to have that game, have that gate going forward. They looked like they had Miami pretty much taken care of. And Miami didn't get a chance to get one game out of it, so it did not have a sweep. Uh, but the number one seed uh, was able to knock out the number eight seed in five games. Very good showing for the Denver Nuggets. And, of course, because they're the championship team, um, violence in the city is shooting overnight, a little bit of issues with some sort of mild rioting, I guess. We'll know more, more about that coming through when the days comes through. But congratulations to the Denver Nuggets who get their first NBA championship ever. Let's move on to Treat Williams. A very sad story happening last or yesterday. I learned about this late last night. I had shared it with my, my wife who went through about an hour of just going through his, M, uh, his IMDB stuff. Treat Williams, a popular actor, was killed in a motorcycle active yesterday when a car cut him off while making a left or right turn. Uh, this came from his agent. Let us know what had happened. Single car struck Williams' motorcycle on Route 30 near Dorse, Vermont, on Monday around 5 p.m. LifeNet helicopter was summoned to airlift Williams to the hospital in New York. Vermont State Police confirmed that Williams' identity and details surrounding the crash on Monday. We'll have more details on this one, of course, as we have more time to process this happening late last night. You'll see many, many tributes going out today on the life and the work of Treat Williams. Let's move on to the next story for the morning. And this is an interesting one. Depending on how you feel about it, well, it depends on how you feel about it, if you will. Billionaire investor, philanthropist George Soros, seized control of empire to younger son. George Soros is 92 years old, and he has given control of his $25 billion empire to his youngest son, the 37-year-old and, and, and Alexander Soros, and that's from an exclusive interview coming from the Wall Street Journal published on Sunday online. Alex is now broadening his father's liberal air, liberal aims, speaking well this morning, and backing different causes, including voting and abortion rights. Uh, you will see more about this one as it may take a while to matriculate through the news cycle. Uh, George Soros is, of course, big deal for a lot of folks watching the political landscape. It's going to be a big deal now that Alexander Soros is now manning the landscape of the Soros landscape because they have a lot of money to spend and spend on a lot of causes. Many of them you care about, some of them you may not. And this is going to, of course, fund some of the things you're going to see uh, being played out in politics for the next billion years, apparently. But the new leader of the Soros function, Soros fortune, is Alexander Soros, the youngest child of George Soros, as he is stepping down to, um, you know, do his own sort of secession, if you will. Let's move on to the story at the fifth spot uh, this morning. Not necessarily in this order, but this is the fifth story we're reading for the morning. J.P. Morgan settles with Jeffrey Epstein's victims for $290 million. Speaking of money that rules the world, J.P. Morgan Chase agreed to pay about $290 million to settle a class action lawsuit by Jeffrey Epstein's victims, resolving a large part of litigation over the bank's relationship with the disgraced financier. Essentially, when you have a lot of money, it's got to be someplace and someone's got to manage it. J.P. Morgan Chase managed his money and allowed Mr. Epstein to do a lot of things with the money that were not so great. Because of that, they are held liable for a lot of the not so great things Epstein did. And they're going to settle with many victims for $290, $290 million. Check out the link for deeper details on the lawsuit and how it went down. Uh, you will see a lot of things in this story, a lot going on here. But go deeper into the story. Don't just take the headline for, for what it's worth. Go deeper in understanding what was happening, what went down, and why J.P. Morgan Chase is choosing to settle and in the trial for this class action lawsuit. 
money is part of it, but there's bigger things you can have. You can have the belief in their benevolence or not, but check out the story for more details on how this thing works out. The next story, U.S. halts online asylum appointments at Texas crossing after extortion warnings. The Biden administration has stopped taking new appointments via the CBP-1 app for asylum seekers at a Texas border crossing, with several asylum seekers told uh, the Associated Press that Mexican officials had threatened to hold them and make them miss their scheduled asylum appointments unless they paid them, essentially extortion from the people who set the appointments to keep them from making them because they wanted to get paid from Mexican authorities. This has not been cooperated, but doesn't sound so far-fetched the way things are going down near the border. The U.S. is basically holding back on those appointments because they can't quite confirm what's happening and they need to work out some things for the Mexicans to make sure they're not. This may be a good thing or bad thing, of course, based on how you see this portion of um, politics and portion of policy. But we shall see how this plays out, of course, because this one's definitely not going away. Guess who is going away? The Hollywood Foreign Press Association shutting down and ending the Golden Globes as it finds a new home. Uh, check out the link we have here. CNBC is a link that we pulled originally, but we changed some stuff to, to, because they had some better links, to be obvious, honest. Uh, Dick Clark Productions has bought the Golden Globes from Hollywood Foreign Press Association and will now produce the annual show. It has been uh, formatted as the Golden Globes. This It also formed the Golden Globes Foundation. So we're going to see a brand new Golden Globes a more or less new Golden Globes Award, although because it's Dick Clark Productions, it's going to be bigger, better, badder, I guess, uh, and see how things go on. We shall see what happens. Of course, they've moved from NBC to Dick Clark Productions in 2022 after the Los Angeles Times exposed uh, what was 87 members of the group uh, um, were um, had some issues uh, were black. Of the many, many people in that, a very small percentage had some representation in uh, pigmentation. Because of that, the group is disbanded, and now Dick Clark just owns outright the actual award show. What will happen? Just watch out. Dick Clark Productions will take pretty good care of it. And finally, dealing with TV rights and the rights of stuff, WWE's exclusive TV rights negotiation window ends. So Disney and Amazon are expected to make a push to get in on the deal. There have been rumors, if you're a big WWE fan like I am, and you watched how the trades go and how the media goes, the USA Network, of course, Universal, NBC Universal has been a part of this for a long time. When WWE found its way off of USA for uh, a good matter of years, uh, it, had, it had to struggle to survive and where it was. It lived with live shows, but it was an issue because USA is essentially where you think of for WWE uh, access, of course, for the Raw show and, of course, the NXT show and other specials. Now, Fox has been a part of the thing as well, although that show that's on Fox and now the SmackDown also bounced around many different uh, stations, including part of the, the NBC Universal family on Sci-Fi for a while. Sci-Fi doesn't sound like a place for professional wrestling, but it was. Now, with the rights open and very, 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 very much money to be made, Disney and Amazon are looking to get a push into WWE. It is not the only game in town. There are various other promotions who are on te television regularly and various promotions that can be bought that are very popular. But because of the global reach and a lot of the things that have been done, maybe in nice ways, maybe not nice ways, by the McMahons, WWE is the biggest game in town, the biggest moneymaker in town, and where most people are watching have their eyeballs. So keep an eye out on this one to see where you may see your next pay-per-view or now a premium live event as they're called uh, attached to 
on the networks, whether they stick around for Universal NBC or if they go to Fox and all that stuff, or maybe they find a new home fairly soon. Let's go on to our teaser story for the morning. This is a story that we could talk about tomorrow if you deem this one worthy of the chat up today. The headline reads like this. Elizabeth Holmes says she can't pay $250 a month in restitution. That's $250 a month in restitution after she's released from prison. Colon report. Elizabeth Holmes says she's broke and she has no money. She has to pay back billions of dollars, essentially, for the crime she committed with her Tyrannos. But right now she's slated for $250 a month restitution just for getting out of jail. And she says she can't pay that when she's done with a prison sentence. More kind of sad sob stories for Elizabeth Holmes. I would love to get a chance to chat this one out for the story of the week, but this has to make it in there via your approval. So if you want to talk about this one, you got to get the noise. You got to make the buttons. You got to do the things. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. When you click on the links there at those feeds, at those websites, you get a chance to vote on the stories, if you will. Engage in the stories as they pop down the list all day long, every 50 minutes posting a brand new news story. Like, love, hate, share, the higher the engagement story gets, better chance we talk about it. Because you engaged in the top 15 stories for this morning, we got a chance to choose from those eight for you to listen to uh, here in our podcast videocast. You pick the stories, you pick the headlines, you put the work in, and we sort of reap the rewards. Uh, so to find out whether we're talking about Elizabeth Holmes or any of the stories we're posting throughout the next 30 hours, go to our feeds and let me know what we're chatting up tomorrow morning. Now, let's take a quick jaunt to the world of sponsorships. Because this week, today, is an extension of AppSumo Day. The 11th through the 15th is AppSumo Day. Just, just go with it, okay? AppSumo is a website that allows you to buy various apps, various programs, various new startups in most cases that allow you to get great prices and get your foot in the door on great technologies to help you out with your business and your productivity. AppSumo Day, as I said, it goes from the 11th through the 15th, and they're offering a couple specials. Number one, for the Sumo Prime uh, uh, customers, you get access to some of the deals that have gone away, but they bring them back for special deals here. And for just general people going to AppSumo, there are special discounts on all the deals on AppSumo during AppSumo days. Just think about it as Amazon Prime Day, which lasts three or four days as well, or you know Cyber Monday, which lasts for about three months apparently, where you get great deals on these things. Some of these are lifetime deals. You pay one cost and get it forever. I bought many a deal from AppSumo. They're lifetime deals that I use, you know, five, six, seven years past because they're such great deals and they have increased, improved, improved and increased on their offerings and it was worth every penny I paid way back when. And you get them all forever once you pay for them. Check us out at this is a conversation project.com slash AppSumo. This it's a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo, A-P-P-S-U-M-O. This is an affiliate link because we are an AppSumo affiliate. So anytime you buy from them, we get a little bit back. But they're going to take very good care of you and your needs. So we think it's a very good investment. Check them out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo for our affiliate link to AppSumo. And get in on AppSumo Days.
says day, but it's, you know, we know it's days. The Conversation Project lives at thisisaconversationproject.com. You can find more details about what we do at our website, and you can find more links to other ways to find us. All of our social media feeds, all of our video and audio feeds, our podcast link, uh, links to the newsletter, so you can just get the news clips coming down at about 6.20 every morning. And, of course, you can find links to more sponsors and our partnerships page. If you think the stuff we do is worthy of being done, we can use your help in getting it done. Stop by our partnerships page and find a way that you think you can connect with us to help us get things done. Whether it's a subscription via the Buy Me A Coffee or just a one-time shot on whatever cash app you use. Cash app's a great one, by the way. Uh, you can find the links there at our website. This is a conversationproject.com slash partnerships. So check it out and partner up with us today. Now, on this day, let's do some stuff for this day, the fun stuff for today, uh, being the June the 13th, and these fun stuff starts off with great stuff, birthdays for the day. Happy birthday going out to Ali Sheedy, one of the members of Breakfast Club, plus many other great things. I mean, we, uh, we as we Gen Xers get really, really, really old, we tend to gravitate to some of the, the you know, classics, if you will. Uh, but this movie right here launched the careers of many young people and some old guys as well, as it was uh, one of those testaments of time that could only exist in the world that was the 80s. Uh, five kids with detention having to write a report because it was Saturday detention. Uh, five very diverse people from very strange different backgrounds finding some way to connect and become the Breakfast Club. Uh, something that we all go out to, you know, singing and throwing our fists up in the air. Guess I need to move this way. To celebrate on that one, Ali Sheedy turning 61 years old on today. Happy Marvel Double Pack birthday to Chris Evans and uh, Kat Dennings. 42 and 37 respectively. Now, of course, they do other things. They are in other movies and trying to move on to stuff. But, of course, famous for the Captain America Avenger series and, of course, um, the um, um, Thor Avenger series and a little bit of uh, WandaVision for Cat Demings as well. Uh, great what she did in that one. Uh, it, it was uh, it just one of those iron ironies of, of things she's done. 37 years old for Cat Demings. And 42 for Chris Evans. Uh, Chris Evans basically done with the franchise. Cat Demings not necessarily. We shall see. We shall see. Today in history, going back, way back on the 13th of June, starting in 1920 today, the United States Postal Service ruled that children may not be sent via parcel post. Let that sink in for a second. Back in 1966, the United States Supreme Court ruled in Miranda versus Arizona that the police must inform suspects of their rights before questioning them. The Miranda rights born from this ruling right here. The very famous um, saying that you get the right to remain silent, that essentially every child after the age of nine hears on TV enough that they can recite it you know, verbatim like the Pledge of Allegiance. Miranda rights became a right on this day in 1966. And in 2005, in Olath, Kansas, speaking of children, a 17-year-old student was charged with battery after he threw up on his Spanish teacher. Witnesses told police the boy did it on purpose, which is why it was battery. A month later, the juvenile was convicted and sentenced to four months cleaning up vomit in police cars. And if you wonder how much vomit gets in police cars, it can be a lot of vomit for four months of cleaning it up in police cars. Finally, well, not quite finally. One more thing before we get to the one more thing. But today is National Sewing Machine Day. And we're going to go quickly on that because it was one of the 
few things that really was relevant for June 13th, it's National Sewing Machine Day. If you love sewing machines, pull it out. If you don't, thank someone who does love sewing machines because they made your clothes. It was a long night last night, so bear with me. So let's do something fun next. Now, one more thing you might not have heard. Plenty of people who can only approach the morning hours with a strong coffee like the boast of their night owl status. And it's a alluring title. Night owls have been said to be smarter and more creative than those who wake up at the crack of dawn. But productivity expert Laura Vanderkam said that not everyone who is groggy in the morning is truly a night owl. In fact, many, quote, night owls are really just up late puttering around on TikTok and watching one more episode or whatever on Netflix. True night owls are defined by research as those who do their best work at night, not simply those who stay up late all the time. Being up late does not make you a night owl, it just means you're just up late. Being productive and doing stuff is what makes you a night owl. Only 15 to 20% of the population are truly night owls, where many more of the population just don't know how to go to bed and are trying to watch Jimmy Kimmel. There, I said it. In the meantime, um, not a night owl, morning person, because we get up and do this thing bright and early. Uh, I am glad to be with you for this thing here that was bright and early or whenever you watch it on replay status. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. This has been Things You Might Have Heard for this day, which is the 13th of June in 2023. Thank you so much for joining us for the show, being a part of the program, giving us things to talk about by going to the feeds. Feeds on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. Uh, we are doing some things here or there with some of the fun stuff. So if you notice it, that's great. Uh, respond to me and let me know what you like and not like. If you don't notice it, well, then maybe we're doing what we should be doing because the whole point is to not notice the changes. Hopefully, it works out for the best. If not, we will tweak it more and less. This is a part of the show is literally about you because you tell me what to talk about. So you help me formulate the show. In the meantime, my email address, personal, jclevenpain at gmail.com. The show's email is theconversationinbox at gmail.com. Our website is thisisaconversationproject.com, where you can find details on sponsors and partnerships and other ways to find us. And we tell you every single morning, stay hydrated, stay limber and on task for all the grand things you are put on this earth to do. I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for everybody who popped up live and watches this for the morning time. And anyone watching it or listening to it in the, in the replays, just email me. Let me know how, what you think about stuff and we will do our best to do better at it or sometimes just tell you we're going to do worse at it and kind of apologize in advance. In advance, more news stories posted every 50 minutes all day long. Check them out on our feeds and be with us tomorrow at 5.50 a.m. Central Time to do this live.